Welcome to Strong Business, Stronger Marriage, where we are your host, Corey and Jojo Rankin. We have talked to hundreds of entrepreneurs and have found the secret sauce to creating a successful business and a happy marriage. We have found that as you take care of your marriage at home, your profits will grow and increase in the business. We help entrepreneurs take care of their marriage. We help couples that are feel like they're losing their marriage all the way to couples that have an amazing marriage. The entrepreneur journey can be lonely, and we will bring on guests that will give you the knowledge, tools, tips that you need to find peace at home in your marriage. Don't give up on your marriage or your business because you really can have a strong business and a stronger marriage. To schedule a complimentary marriage deep dive, go to rfamilystrong.best and it's the letter R, familystrong.best. Alex, thank you for joining us on the show. Um, It's been amazing once again. uh, Really appreciate you and your family and the things that you have done for mine. Alex is an individual that I really look up to. I love and cherish deeply because of the impact you've had on my home. It is a delight to speak with you, and I definitely want the listeners to have more opportunity to learn from you. Everything you put your hands on is amazing and such a great impact. So thank you, Alex, again for joining us, and we'll bring you back to share more light and knowledge with our guests. Well, thank you, guys. I think the most important distinction here is I am personal friends with JoJo and Corey, yes. and that's that's what I'm most excited about. I, you know, I love you guys so much. I'm so proud of all that you guys have done. Proud of the podcast. Proud of the people that you're getting on here. So so cool to see. Because I was, we were all in the hotel room like a year and a half ago yes. when you guys were trying to decide, like, are we going to go for this? Are we going to yes. do this? And yes. is it time yet? Do I need to wait and get? a license first. Do I need to wait? And it's like, let's go for it guys. You guys have just gone for it all out. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. So Alex, you're a successful entrepreneur who is married with two gorgeous little girls who love to sing frozen, but (laughs) two gorgeous, amazing little girls. How do you manage your business while you also have your family? Because everybody's home at the same time. And for those that don't know, Alex, uh, He's always focused on his family, which could be the biggest reason why you have success today. Will you share a little bit of your secrets with us? <laughs> so uh, I, I have always been really focused on my family. I got that from my own family growing up. Nice. Uh, my, my dad growing up, though, worked out of the home. So he, not, not from home. He, he traveled a lot for work. And so I actually had uh, growing up, I had a great relationship with him, but you know, three to even five days a week, he would be gone out of town. Mm -hmm. And so I grew up uh, seeing how hard my mom worked to take care of my brother and I, knowing that my dad was working equally hard while he was away, but I saw the toll that that took on him and and knew that it was a toll on my mom too. And I realized really early on that I wanted to be a very present uh, husband and father so that so that I could fulfill what I felt like was the most important role that I have while I'm here uh, on earth. And uh, so, that. so really I got the drive for my parents to, to be a highly active participant in my family and in my marriage. And I realized really early on in the process that following a traditional career path, wasn't going to allow me to do that and still provide the lifestyle that we wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had to make the decision really early on. I know you guys have kind of heard this story before, but I had to make the decision early on the very first week of uh, when we found out we were pregnant with our first child 
I was sitting down next to a friend who was going to be a physician and uh, I was, I was about to enter med school and he's like, Alex, if you're not ready to dedicate 80 hours a week to your profession, you should probably rethink going into medicine. And I was like, but I've taken the MCAT twice. I've done my <laughs> physician shadowing. I've got all my prereqs. I was literally about to graduate. And that just hit me so hard when I realized like, why, why am I making the decision to dedicate, you know, 75% of my waking hours to something that I'm not truly passionate about when the, the things and the people that I really care about, my family, I'm just going to say, sorry, guys, my career is more important. So I have to, I'm dedicated to other people and right. not as much to you. And that, that was really a turning point in my life when I decided I'm going to make decisions based off how is it going to affect my family and am I going to be able to be there for them or not? And that's, that's really what, what has made me so aware of how I'm making decisions now as a business owner too. I love that. So you also have your partner, your business partner, yeah. Will, who helps out with a lot. How do you, how do you communicate that with Will for those that are business partners and maybe their partner has a wife and kids and stuff like that? How do you communicate what the needs are of your family with Will? I know Will's completely amazing and understanding, but how do you communicate that? Yeah, Will is actually just completely amazing and understanding, and that's how I communicate it. Like, I just, I just got really, really lucky in finding a friend like Will, who's also ended up being such a, a compatible business partner. And, and are things always perfect? Absolutely not. It's just yeah. like a marriage; like nothing's ever perfect. Will, Will, honestly, I feel like probably works far harder in the business than I do, especially when we're when we're in push mode. Like, I, I just have had to put expectations within the business and within the family. And that's ultimately where I feel like success has come in running a business that, that is working really well and having a family that I'm really close to is setting and then keeping expectations with both parties. My wife, I have to set expectations about what needs to be done in the business. And with Will, I have to set expectations about how much I can be available for the business and what's okay and what's not. And we've just kind of come to a to an okay, I won't call it a balance because it changes all the time mm -hmm. based off needs, but we've come to a synergy between the business and the family. And Will knows that me serving the family and being an active dad ultimately serves the business because I come into the business more energized. And that's ultimately, we both have similar values. And that's, that's I guess, at the end of the day, I, I happened to find a friend who we had very similar values and similar end goals with why we wanted the business in the first place. And that's why it's worked out so well, but we still have to keep that, those expectations clear. So a couple things that I got from that, you're creating boundaries, which are appropriate that may change over time and you test them okay. out and you go with them, you communicate it, but I'm going to quote Brad Gibb right here with a collision. So when you and Will need to have those conversations, you can have a collision conversation where you can talk about things that need to be happening in the business and things that you need to happen in your family. I love that. I absolutely love that because especially lots of us entrepreneurs, we are just grinding, 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 and we're trying so hard to just get there. But is it, is it worth it, Alex? If we don't have our family there, is it worth it? No, absolutely not. And I've, I've been there. Like, I started a business from scratch too. I remember my first mm -hmm. months of making $0 and working so hard, probably honestly harder than I am now and still making nothing. And then, you know, I go to my wife and it's like, yeah, sorry, still don't, we can't pay ourselves anything this month because I didn't make any money. There's more conflict early on. It, it is harder. Yeah. And as the entrepreneur, you have the vision of what's possible because you're constantly surrounded by people who are doing well. Mm -hmm. And you might be in 
coaching programs or masterminds, or you're watching YouTube videos of people who you see having achieved what you want, but your spouse doesn't see that. And so there are going to be those collision points where Sarah and I have had to talk about like, hey, this person has what we want. This is why I'm following them. So you guys both know that I follow Greg Todd and, and, and diehard Greg Todd. Well, Sarah and I got on the same page with our business when we actually went and visited Greg and his family. That was a major, major thing for us when she got to see, oh, this is the life he has. Oh, this is what the business do, is doing for him. Oh, and he has a good relationship with his wife and kids. Oh, okay. I get that. And it's real. And, and it's real, <laughs> right? You can have that. Uh -huh. And so I think early on, you just have to be so aware that if you're married or if you have a business partner, either way, they're going to have different expectations than you might for the business. And so I've had to be really open with both Sarah and Will about things. It's like, look, Will, I'm sorry, things at home right now are kind of crazy. Yeah. And I'll get up early and do this extra stuff. I'm going to have to knock off early today to do this, just, just so you know. Or Will, could you take this call? Because so, like, my two-year-old is up puking and I got to go, right? And so having understanding spouses or business partners, yes, is important, but also being empathetic to what they're going through and giving heads up and again, setting expectations and when boundaries have to be broken, explaining why yep. ends up being a really important part of why our business has grown how it has. I well, thank that. you, Alex, for that. And one thing you mentioned was that you modeled an individual that had a, ba a balanced family life and business life and was thriving and was successful. You have personally shared with me two different stories that I think will benefit the listeners. One was a goal that you had for eight years that you just accomplished. And the other one <laughs> was a small change that you made in December of this year that made a huge impact on your family. Will you share those two experiences that you had? Yeah. So the first one is you mentioned a goal that we'd had for eight years. So I've been married just about eight years now, actually eight years this month. Wow. Time flies. Eight years of my wife supporting our family. And I, because I'm a physical therapist, people know that that requires a lot of school. You also can't have, I shouldn't say you can't have, it's hard to have a full-time job and be a present spouse and go through grad school. Like that, that's tough. And early on, my wife was a nurse. She was already working to provide for the family. And we had always had the goal of being able to bring her home so that she could be with the kids full-time if she wanted, or if she wanted, she could work PRN, you know, kind of when she, whenever she wanted. I remember those early, early years of going through school and she was footing the bill for everything. And the, honestly, the guilt that I felt as, as I wasn't doing anything to provide for the finances. So I actually said, okay, well, I can, I can help manage the money then. So I actually really learned how to manage money there. So that's how I can help on that side. But then got to the point where it's like, all right, I'm graduated. It's on me to provide for the family. And how can I do this and make enough so that we can bring Sarah home? And I remember sitting down and doing the calculations of how much I would need to make in order to replace her salary, replace the benefits that she had and still make money. It was a lot. And I was like, oh man, that's overwhelming. And I actually had a very big sinking feeling around that. But she'd been working for so long, I really wanted to bring her home. And so we grew the business, we kept growing, we kept growing. And then we finally got to the point where I was like, did I aim too high? with what our expectation was of when we could bring Sarah home. And I love this question of like, am I following a path that's maybe beyond what it really needs to be? And so we started looking again at our expenses. We started looking at what I needed to replace for, from her income. Then I started looking at benefits and we found creative ways to be able to make it work. 
And so we got cheaper health insurance. We actually found a health sharing insurance that made it so that we didn't have to rely on hers anymore. Then we started looking at, great, how can I trim costs here or here, or how much do we really need? And once we got clear on what do we actually need to survive and then thrive, how much do I need to replace? We just set that as a benchmark. And in September of last year, we brought her down. We hit the point where we were comfortable bringing her down from part-time to PRN. And in March of this year, I think it was March, time flies. Yeah, March of this year, we brought her home completely. And I can't tell you how incredible that was that last day when she came home from work and said, wow, I don't, I don't have to work again if I don't want to. And we just talked about that again last night while we were driving. It's, you know, it's been a couple months now since she's had to work. And she just said, I just, I just really don't know if I want to go back or not. And we were both sitting there. We were both sitting there so happy that like, you have options. If you want to, you absolutely can. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And to be honest, she probably will go back. She loves being able to use her skills and her license and just keep up on that and and truly probably have a break from kids (laughs) occasionally. But we have the ability to do that because of the business. And it was probably the most satisfying thing that's happened as a result of our business was having the freedom to do that. And we were both on the same page about what the goal was. We got clear on what does the target have to be? Where's the point where it's like, yep, we're good. And then when we hit that, it's like, all right, it's time. Guilt-free, here we go. Let's, let's, let's move forward into this next chapter. And it's been amazing. Thanks for listening to another episode of Strong Business, Stronger Marriage. Be sure to click subscribe right now. And we would love it if you could do us a quick favor. Please rate and review our podcast. This will help other entrepreneurs who want to strengthen their marriage and business find our content. To schedule a call, go to ourfamilystrong.best and join us on the inside at our free Facebook group, Strong Business, Stronger Marriage. Join us next time on Strong Business, Stronger Marriage.